Wisconsin's Resistance Radio. Investing. Activism. This is the Jeff Santos Show. Ah, a little credence for you. Senator's son. Uh, just to let you know, folks, Mr. Korb was in Vietnam. Understood this song, presumably very popular. Yeah. In the uh, window of time that Larry spent in Vietnam. And uh, hopefully we're not in a uh, another quagmire this time brought to us by Mr. Trump and company as we talk with Lawrence Korb, former uh, official with the Reagan uh, Defense Department, Pentagon, and now with the Center for American Progress. And as I said, uh, going to break uh, the person who we ask for sanity when it's all insane all the time in Washington and especially in these last uh, few days. So. As I said during the break, you know, I want to get your thoughts here because of the, the quirky relationship that he that Trump has with Putin, um, that there is, you know, some hope here that, you know, you're not going to go and bomb Iran <clears throat> when Putin's who you're, who you're close to and does not criticize, doesn't even give him a nickname, you know, uh, Vladdy Platty or something um, that. <laughs> That there is, um, you know, some hope here that, you know, he's not going to, you know, take the advice of some of these others who want to go and bomb Iran like Bolton, because, you know, it would it would cause tremendous chaos, you know, throughout the throughout Russia, throughout uh, uh, Iran and and, his, and and their allies, which include Syria, of course, and others. So talk to me about that, because I've always been kind of weirded out by the fact that if he is connected to Trump, and I mean, to Putin, and there's no doubt that he is. We don't know how close and, you know, who's if he's taking orders or what he is, but obviously there's something there. But at the same time, you can't go after Iran and be a friend of Putin because that's, that's their cousin, if you might. Talk to me about that. Yeah, well, there's no doubt about the fact that the Russians and the Iranians now have a relationship of convenience because they're both on the same side as Assad. You know, they border uh, each other, and the Russians are very happy that they're not developing, you know, nu- uh, nu- nuclear weapons. And so, <clears throat> you know, they do share these common interests. And, you know, basically, uh, you know, because of his relationship with Putin, I mean, Putin will take his phone calls and respect them. There are things that they can work out, not just on nuclear weapons, which obviously is a the, is the key thing, but really they got to figure out what's happening in Syria. Because right now you have a situation where the Turks are attacking towns that we are in and the people that helped us beat ISIS are there. And the Russians are more or less encouraging them to do that. The last thing we want to do is have the Russians and Turks, you know, uh, against against us. And so I think we need to, you know, get together there. And and if we don't handle that, then the Turks and the Iranians will be together. So there's a lot of a lot of complex issues that you need to deal with here. And that's what I worry about because. 
Trump doesn't like complexity. He likes simple, you know, good, bad, you white. know, or yeah. this yep. is, yeah, this is a terrible, you know, uh, uh, deal we had on the budget. Uh, you know, I mean, those type of those type of things. And it also involves an understanding of history. I'll bet you Trump doesn't even know that, a, you know, Iran had a democratically elected government that we overthrew. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why <laughs> when you deal with the Iranians, they're somewhat, you know, suspicious, you know, uh, uh, of us. So, I, I, you know, I, that's what I do worry about, you know, understanding these nuances of the, these issues and whether, you know, Bolton or Pompeo will see them also as black and white and get us to do something that will be catastrophic. And, and you know, that's, that's what, I'm, you know, I worry about. And as I say, you've got these issues coming right up. A month after Bolton gets in, you've got the Iran deal. We know that, uh, you know, McMaster and Tillerson wanted to, uh, you know, keep it going. We know from Pompeo's public statements when he was a member of Congress, you know, what he said about this, you know, deal, that's not good either. And then, you know, what about our allies? You know, you're, you're working with the Europeans to deal with the Russian threat in Europe. What are they going to think if you undermine the Iranian deal? Yeah, no, this is... Um... This is dangerous waters, to say the least. Uh, talking with Larry Corb here on the Jeff Santos Show, trying to bring us some sanity. Um, so let's let's go back to, you know, the people who influence Trump outside of uh, his cabinet and so forth. I mean, you got people like Rod, Roger Stone. You got um, obviously Bannon. Still, I think has somewhat of a line. Um, I mean, do do any of these folks? you know, sort of push back on him. Uh, and Bannon is not a hawk, from what I understand. On the other no, hand... No, no, he's not. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's persona non grata now, you know, with potentially with a lot of these foreign policy folks that have just been hired, Pompeo and, and uh, the CIA person whose name escapes me, uh, and, of course, Bolton. Sally Happel, Tim. Yeah, Sally. Um <laughs> I, I, I'm wondering because so, I hope somebody can get to him who's not in the inner circle because he tends to listen to people. You know, the last person he talks to usually gets the policy that they want, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, what you got to hope for, and there are people who worked in the campaign with him who have, people can call it an isolationist policy. I call it a more realistic foreign policy that don't think the United States, you know, has the power to completely reshape the world and we right. should only get involved militarily where our interests are directly threatened. And I, and I think, you know, Trump has that, you know, he was not anxious to increase the number of uh, troops in Afghanistan. McMa uh, McMaster and Mattis persuaded him to do that because having both fought there, they, you know, they, they have sort of a vested vested interest there, whereas other people say, look, you know, you've been there for 17 years, you're not getting any place, it's time to, you know, set a deadline, and besides, yep. you know, the idea that they can threaten us from there is, is, is no longer true. So, I mean, those are things that you just hope that, you know, people in the inner circle, but if you look at the names, you don't see anybody there, you know, right now who has that, uh, you know, has that, has that point of view. Will will you see in your mind if from you know inside the world of D.C. Well, I mean you know outside of John McCain, who's 
you know, criticizing um, Mr. Trump. Is there anybody from the Senate who has the, you know, the ability on the Republican side, you know, to sort of go toe to toe with him that has some military, you know, uh, cachet, if you might? Uh, do we anticipate, you know, I mean, somebody, even if it's not somebody that Trump, you know, goes to dinner with? Well, I mean, you know, there are people like Bob Corker. Unfortunately, he's leaving at the end, but he's yeah. still the chairman of the committee that will confirm Pompeo. So I think it's important for him to, you know, raise a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of these issues that we've been, uh, spe- you know, spe- speaking about. Susan Collins from Maine, you know, has a much more sort of traditional, moderate, you know, Republican foreign policy. Now, he's worked with her you know, on the health care bill, but he kind of, mm. you know, they, they didn't get that into the, you know, the final bill. There are I don't think she's on his Christmas card list. You know, but the real question is, are the Republican Party going to do what they should, given that they're the party of Eisenhower and Reagan and George H.W. Bush? That's the real question. Are they going to stand up for what they traditionally believe? Uh, we certainly hope so, because uh, we're running out of time. Uh, Larry Corb, thank you, my friend. I okay, think we're a little better care, off after know. talking to you, though. <laughs> okay. All the best. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. All right, bye. We'll do. We're, we'll try, Larry. We'll try. We're right back with Jerry Austin and her Boyd after this timeout. <laughs> 